everybody. How you doing? How you living? Coming to you with another episode today of Talking Football with me, Austin Cunningham, Justin Treese, and Dan Kiefer, breaking down the top 10 available free agents on the offensive side of the football. Some big names are here on the list that we're going to discuss. Most likely, you know, some of these names are going to eventually go back to the team that they're that they're still on right now, but the possibility of them going somewhere else is exciting, something we want to talk about. And then next Hi, week, yeah. we're going to dive into the defensive players. And then from there, we'll kind of have news on the combine after it's finished and hopefully some more topics to discuss heading into the NFL draft. But with the month of March starting today, March 1st, let's just kind of throw it back to last year around this time where it was just absolute mayhem the entire month, the entire month of March for the NFL. It was insane. It was so much fun. Players were going everywhere. Big contracts were being signed. And now we're coming into this year, and it's like, well, hey, there's rumors of Aaron Rodgers going elsewhere. Derek Carr, where's he going to sign? And then Jimmy Garoppolo is still a free agent. Like, there's still a ton of options and things that can happen leading up into this point. But let's go ahead and start with the number one player on the list right here uh, as a possible available free agent. Sorry, I have like three things I want to say. And I know you've been oh. talking this whole time, so sorry. Oh, one, one, happy birthday. Happy anniversary to us. Whatever you want yeah, to call shit. it. Shit, you even brought it up like five minutes ago. I did. I, I, that's the first, first thing, thing I said you when said I when on. We signed on. Yeah, four years. Four freaking years, dude. That, I mean, that's like, where I was going to go with it. I was like, let's throw back two years ago. And I was going to say, I let's go back for even further. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so four years ago today. We hopped on this little podcast. I had no idea who you were. I said, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Um, and now here we are. Now we are, you know, best friends and just, you know, chilling. And here we are. And I we like, got, now we got I Dan legitimately on. can say that. Like, yeah, you're one of my totally. best friends. Yeah, for sure. And now we got anything Dan. going on in my life that I need advice from. I'm like, hey, bro, like, what do you think about this? Like, help, help thousand, me out. Thousand help percent. me, help me, you know. Yeah, thousand percent. And then we met Dan on Twitter, like just small world, yeah. huge world. It's it's amazing. It's been it's been a hell of a ride, and I'm conti- I'm glad that we're continuing it, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So there's that, which made me think, four year anniversary. What 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 all have we done in this? One thing that we have not done in over a year is Trisivia. Yeah, I mean, let's just fucking it, throwback, you know. Yeah um we so, should have done the show tomorrow so it's gonna be like a throwback thursday you know uh, well, it comes oh out, but it'll it comes it'll out drop out. thursday oh look at that so Throwback you're thursday listening for the anniversary. on a thursday four 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 yeah. yeah so okay so here we go because we've been doing this a long time i decided to figure out hey how long is the longest pass in an nfl game and mm. and who was it that threw it? Can we Are we talking like, the, like completion yards or how or how far was the ball in the we, air for? Can in we the separate air. these? Yeah. In the air. You yeah, mean like, in the air. like you get the ESPN alert, Jack shits himself through an 89-yard touchdown. Like that's how we're measuring it? It is in air flight, not I threw a, a one-yard screen and Tyreek Hill took it 98 yards to the house and equals a 99-yard touchdown. Okay. In, in the air. So, Longest, like Hail Mary, longest air yards. Correct. I'm going to go with um, 62 yards. Okay, Austin, how far do you I'm going to say like 67, and I'm assuming it's Josh Allen. So I just went, I thought we were going to split them up. We are, we are. So Austin wins in the distance by closer. It was 70 and a half yards. Nice job, Austin. Okay, now Tannen. Now, Jesus. 
Who was it? Uh, Jamarcus Russell at his pro day from a knee. No, in a real game. <laughs> oh, <laughs> in <okay>. a real game. <laughs> okay, well, then we know it wasn't Jamarcus, okay? Yeah, yeah. He didn't I saw the tape. He definitely didn't. Did um, can we have a hint? He's active NFL quarterback right now. Hmm. So definitely Josh Allen then. I feel like that's too easy. Like, or is there any older guy, are there any Rogers. older guys that have cannons? I don't think Rogers like. I don't think Rogers' arm is that strong, but like he's thrown a lot of fifty-some yard hail marys, so he gets a lot of credit for. Him. I'm trying to think: is there any like older quarterbacks? Like, if Big Ben was still in the league, I'd put him in there from like twenty years ago when he was just a young pup slinging the pill around. Yeah. Um. Trying to think, like you know, deep ball throwers like Nick Foles is a big deep ball thrower, but he throws like a rainbow. Damn, it's not like, Russell I don't Wilson. Like, is it? I don't want to be like it's Mahomes. You know is this just guess? A... Are you going to tell us like once we guess the name? Is that what this is? Just guess to to we're correct or? No, I'm absolutely ne- never going to tell you guys. This is the whole podcast. I'm just going to sit back and, <laughs> and watch it. Shit. So oh, um, yeah, so I was honestly I was hoping for one guess each, but Dan just keeps naming off players. Well, sorry, no, I'm I'm talking well, through it. I'm talking <laughs> through it. I'm talking through it. Okay, I'm going to go with uh, honestly, like from the get go, I was going to say Elway, but then you said he's an active player, so I screwed it up. But uh, you know what? Screw it. Why not? He's in the news, and you seem to do this in the news, so I'm going to go with Rodgers. It is not Rodgers. It's bullshit. It's a stupid game. You're going to hate Allen? the answer. No, it's not Josh Allen either. You're going to hate Patrick Mahomes. Answer. Well, I know it ain't Tua. I know it ain't Tua. Justin Herbert. Nope. Joe, is it Nick Foles? No. You guys did, ready? Did we name it? No, not even close. Is it well, Tom Matthew Brady Stafford? Actor? How about if it's this? Kyle Trask, I'm coming Fine. through this freaking iPad at you. It's not because he hasn't played in the NFL. Um, he sucks. Um, so, okay, how about this? He's a. Just going to give it away, but that's fine. Did you say Stafford? He did I say did. Stafford. I didn't know. Okay. He's a for, for, former number one overall pick. It's not Baker. I don't know what, that's the first person I thought of his number one overall pick is Baker Mayfield. Yeah. That's not good. That's not that's not healthy for Is me. Is that the answer? That's the answer. Are you serious? <laughs> Baker Mayfield in 2020 against Taking big, the Balt- against the Baltimore Ravens through a 70 and a half yard pass. In air. To Odell. Uh, it's probably like some honestly it was an overthrow actually now that I'm looking into it. He didn't even he didn't even complete it. <laughs> so I don't. Even oh my know god! Caught. I thought this was a ball that was caught for a touchdown. I thought you said the longest completed pass. I thought it was, and now I'm just reading it. And it's actually incompletion. Oh but, wow! But it's still so, the longest. Baker, but it's still Baker the probably longest, just drop back. But it's still the longest. And you know what? Throw. Fuck you, Hugh, and just. It's still pretty impressive though. Seventy and a half yards from Baker. I never would have thought that. You know, he's got a strong arm. I mean, he big does, things come but... in little packages. Yeah, but you still like. Oh, that's crazy to me. So longest. Let's do completion. Let's just see what this is. Yeah, let's just change the rules. Or let's finally follow the rules. If you guys don't want finally. to play the game anymore, that's totally fine. No, I think we no, just I'm, I'm, the rules is all. I'm excited. The game. I love back. this game. Yeah. I want it to stay. Usually, usually I'm pretty good at these. So. Don't mind the the cup tapping the table. There's uh, Dan drinks from his he, mason jar, and Dan's he, also uh, like just starting music like halfway through. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah, I opened up uh, I opened up Instagram and a video automatically played that has never happened. Like with the sound, I was like, oh fuck! 
I love it. I love it. Okay, well, I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to look through all this, so we're going to Somebody, the somebody liked my story. I wanted to see who it was. Yeah. It was my wife. It was your wife, of course. <laughs> of course it was. All right, okay. Top offensive players. We're going to go through the top 10. The first one might be a short conversation. Lamar Jackson. What do Baltimore. we think? I, I think he's staying in Baltimore, man. It I seems think like he probably everything he wants. Yeah. I think it's yeah, I think so as well. Like just because okay, but sh- should we say like if he went somewhere else? So I think that's a much more fun conversation. Like where totally. we would like him to go? Yeah, for sure, we can do that. Okay, I don't know if this team's ready. I don't think they are because their defense is still booty. But I think Lamar in Atlanta would be a lot of fun with Kyle Pitts and Drake London. Totally. And that's like the, that's the hot so name, fun. right? That's the hot location that everybody says, right? And I mean, I'm with you. Like, I think it'd be a ton of fun, especially because that would be like we just have to outscore everyone because the defense is bad. It's been bad for the last eight years. It's just like I think that'd be really fun, and they have good uniforms as long as they don't wear that gradient red to black one. Not a fan of that. But like, give me the '90s Dirty Bird uniforms with Lamar, and like, let's roll. Yeah, Austin. I think he stays, but I would love, I would love to see him in Atlanta. I think that would be a blast. I mean, even let's say somehow the Jets are like, screw it, like Aaron Rodgers, we're not going to wait around for you. Derek Carr, it seems like you want to go to the Saints. Go there. Who cares? We'll just have Lamar Jackson come here. He's finally going to have you know available and good receiving targets downfield, and we can go ahead and bring in a tight end elsewhere as well. Which I think they still do have a, a possible tight end there. Is it is it Rutkert, the one they got last year out of Ohio yeah, State? Yeah, uh, yeah. So. Yeah. If he can turn into any type of receiving threat there or Lamar Jackson just continues to give him opportunities and he can hang on to the ball, I think that could be dangerous. And plus, the Jets do have two good running backs there that could be special. You know, I, I think it's something where we talk about, oh, if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets, that could be scary. I think if Lamar Jackson went to the Jets, it could be even scarier because he just he's going to run anywhere he wants to. And that defense is so good, they're going to get him the ball back. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Not for me personally him coming to the afc east but i think from a like entertainment standpoint yeah him in new york would be awesome all right i'll go with one uh won't happen but would be fun the las vegas raiders would it be fun though i think it'd be fun Devonte, you got renfro you got waller you got a running game you got a but you also have josh mcdaniels I, mean, I still think it'd be fun. I mean, yeah. I mean, Atlanta's coach hasn't been anything special either, for the record. <laughs> like, he literally refused to yeah. throw it to the number four overall pick. Like, he's like, oh, I, so I we drafted were... this dude, Kyle Pitts, at number four. Ah, two targets a season is enough. You know, I was talking about that the other day. And, like, the thing with Arthur Smith is, like, we all hate him for fantasy, right? Because he's a fantasy terrorist. But at the end of the day, if you look at the Falcons roster, he wins more games than they should every year. He just does it very ugly. Well, because they can't throw the ball, so he's got to do nothing but run it. I would say say last year, yeah, the year before that. No, he didn't. Didn't they win like five games and they were probably should have won like two? He's very, he's he's definitely a Vrabel disciple. Taking a team that shouldn't win very many games and getting sub. Yeah. I'd also say the Falcons probably need more than just a quarterback. Like they're like Lamar Jackson gets there and it's like, okay, hey, you got Drake London and Kyle, Kyle Pitts. Pitts. And it's like, what are you gonna do with it? 
Yeah. It's like you don't have a running back. Your offensive line's garbage. Your defense is, you know, better. Uh, man, Al- whoa, whoa, Al- whoa, 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 whoa. Algier is pretty good. I think Algier is thousand yards last year. Cordell Patterson. Getting older. Oh, yeah, for sure. Ran a kickoff for a touchdown last year. Good for him. Legs are, legs are young. Good for him. Shut the hell up. All right. Okay. We're moving on. Uh, let's go with a 32 year old quarterback in Geno Smith. Sign yourself a nice little three year deal. Get yourself some guaranteed money and just live out the rest of your days in Seattle. Agreed. Retweet. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm I, know, I know we're like trying to be like, you know, like that, but like, I think that's the only scenario for him. I mean, you sign like a three or $75 million deal. Boom. I think that's that's probably a little too much, but like that's great. Yeah. You know, and then, like, $25 let's million look at the options. Years. Like what? He's going to go back to New York? No, no. to hell with that. I won't go to New York just because of the media. You know, Carolina is a, a whole different world. Carolina's yeah, Carolina. What happens? What happens if Bears stay at one? They take a defensive person player let's just say that um, will anderson jalen carter yeah well i, I was trying not i know to the news was, yeah yeah i was just trying not to bring up jalen carter right now um but thanks for doing that um so <laughs> so then two two j happy four say, years happy four years <laughs> <laughs> so two houston takes young let's say three arizona trades out to carolina and they move up to take stroud now apparently carolina loves richardson they do but let's just say that now the Colts don't want to take Richardson and they want to. Well, Levis, baby. If given, Stroud is there given, for the Colts, you fucking take I, that in a I, heartbeat. But that's, that's true. That's, but that's not what I just said. So <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to say here. Like, so, I mean, where'd you, you had Chicago taking a defensive player one. Yeah. Bryce Young goes Bryce to Young two to the two. Texans. And Who's trading so, up to three? So Carolina, Carolina comes up to three and takes to Stroud. get say they and take Stroud. Stroud. Oh, you so did say Stroud. I thought you said Anthony either, Richardson. Okay, no. so that's why I said like either the Levis Colts. or yeah. Richardson. Yeah, but and and I know free agency is before, but what about if the Colts were just like fuck it, like let's just pay another quarterback? Oh, dude, I don't think they can do that. I don't think they There's can. No either, way they. But, yeah, but we're just playing the game of other scenarios, right? I didn't okay, want to solve so like, Seattle. Hypothetically, here, if you're the Colts in that scenario at four. Do you take Levis or do you take Richardson? Because personally, I would take Richardson and then I would do some sort of short bridge Jimmy G type thing. Thousand percent. I mean, I would do that with a Baker Mayfield. Oh, yeah. That's what I would do. I would rather do Andy Dalton. Because like Baker's going to continue to view himself as the guy. He's going to be a distraction. I don't think it was it's a gonna dist- be I don't think it's been a I don't think it was a distraction in Carolina and I don't think it was a distraction in LA. And like I know the distraction comes off in terms of a negative, but I mean like that's just all the attention goes to him. It's Baker Mayfield, the former number one overall pick, the Heisman right. winner from Oklahoma. You know what I, I mean? Think- it's like that's the stigma that comes with that. Where if you're Indianapolis, I think it's you almost if you can't find a quarterback in the draft this year, you almost need to get a guy that brings just less excitement. So you have something else to focus on and realize the development of the team is still taking place instead of being like, ooh, is this a guy that's going to help take us over the top? Does he have that one last push? Does he have that other chip on his shoulder to help us you know, reach the promised land? I get what you're so, saying. I think that Baker is past that now. I think that everyone's over Baker. I, I almost think that Baker's personality, Baker's ego, if you will, Baker's persona is too big 
to be a bridge quarterback. Like we know Jimmy has no problem showing up every morning with his little lunch pail, looking all handsome as hell, dating porn stars and playing quarterback. And when it's time for him to let somebody else play, no problem. Like the new Fitzpatrick thing. So shit, maybe the Colts will go sign Minshew. Maybe. Little Garner Minshew for six, eight games. (laughs) Take that all the way to Minshew. Uh, Another possible landing spot for Geno Smith, the uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, in search of a quarterback as well. That's a team that I feel like everyone's kind of overlooking, and a team that I wouldn't be surprised finds a way to move up to get a quarterback. I can see that, and I think with the Raiders letting Carr go, they have to almost get a rookie or a huge name because conventional thing would tell you that you know Geno is a lower tier than Derek Carr, so I don't think you can let Derek Carr walk for literally nothing and then do a Geno Smith. I just don't think you can. Well, Geno Smith's going to be significantly cheaper though, right? I don't think so. Mm. He's older. I mean, Derek Carr was going to be making what? 30, 35. Yeah. 40. I think. Is that and what it was? Both, yeah. They're, so, they're I mean, the same age, by the way, they're both 32. Oh, they are. It yeah. seems like Geno's older. I think Gino came into the league younger and Derek Carr was just older. Sure. So, okay, let's move on. Non-quarterback, finally. Orlando Brown. Does he go back to the Chiefs? I've been thinking about this since, like, the season started. And I think I've just kind of come to terms with, yeah, you sign him. You bring him back. I think you you try and sign him to a long-term deal that keeps him in Kansas City and makes it to where you can spread the money and do a similar situation like you have with Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes where you can like restructure the contract to pay him up front, you know, when you want to to give him money there and so he's essentially making more guaranteed money throughout the length of the contract, but it's also freeing up cap space for you to use for that year and the years moving forward because of it. So I think if Kansas City can find a way to do that, that works out great. But I almost like there comes with the argument, right? Like when you're around some some people who are fans of the Chiefs as well, and you know they're against Orlando Brown Jr. They're like, yeah, you just don't pay this guy. You don't pay him top dollar left tackle money. Sadly, though, it's like he has been one of the best left tackles in the NFL. Like I mean, he has. Like pull up the stats, pull up the amount of the snaps that he's taken this last year. I think he had the most snaps from a left tackle. I think he gave up seven sacks, and he had like three or four penalties, or maybe those numbers, the sacks and penalty numbers are reversed. But it's just like, you can live with that. I mean, if you're playing 13, 1400 snaps at left tackle and you give up seven sacks throughout the season, I can live with that. I can be fine. Are they the seven worst sacks at the worst time? They haven't been. They haven't been that bad. Have some of your penalties been kind of shitty? You had one in the Super Bowl, and then you, you shut everything down after that. And same thing in the AFC Championship game. And I think when you look at Orlando Brown Jr., he comes in, and he gets the job done. He just had a shitty combine performance that we're not forgetting. I think that's where we come out with Orlando Brown Jr. He's not a bad football player, and he's not a bad left. No, he's a, he's a good football player. But the other I thing mean, with you know, this is, if you do move from Orlando Brown Jr., who else are you going to replace him with? And if you can't come to, to terms on a deal, I think you have to franchise tag him again. And he's, got, he's not going to like that. And if you do it, you can pretty much kiss him coming back next year. Goodbye. So – I think it comes down to what does Orlando Brown want? Like if he enjoys going to the Super Bowl every year, him and the Chiefs are going to make the financials work. If he just straight up wants to be the highest paid tackle in football, 
I don't think he'll be with the Chiefs. And then, you know, you play the lottery. Does he, do the Bears throw the bag at him? Do Washington, they're due for a silly free agent signing here at some point. You know, there's teams out there who will pay for those services. It just, if Orlando Brown wants to be a Super Bowl winner, wants to keep going to Super Bowls with Patrick Mahomes, and the Chiefs obviously want to have a top, what, five left tackle, they're going to make it work. So I don't think he leaves Kansas City. I think it makes too much sense for him to stay. By the way, Geno Smith, five or six months older than Derek Carr, just so we all know. Basically there ancient. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll throw out, just because, again, I don't want us all to say the Chiefs. What if Trent Williams it does officially retire and he goes over to the San Francisco 49ers? Can they afford him? I mean, if Trent Williams, if Trent Williams comes off the books, yeah. Because they're going to work on the like, – you know, McGlinchey's a free agent too. But so, did you hear? Yeah. Did you hear? Uh, did you hear Lynch today or yesterday? I guess or two days ago. Oh, he was basically just like, "Hey, we want him back, but we also know that we can't afford him. So if he gets what he's asking for, he's gone, and we wish him the best. If he doesn't get what he wants, then we'll be in. We'll be in the market with him." I think they're also. It seems to like even kind of as the season's going on, like they're okay moving on without Mike McGlinchey. Like you can have someone come right. in and play that position. It's like he's not like. I think with McGlinchey, it's like he wasn't anything fantastic. He wasn't god awful, but he wasn't anything that was just absolutely fantastic either. He's pretty. He seems like that at- that dangerous tier of when you're a good but not great player in position in a position of need, like tackle always is. You a good player gets paid like a great player, and teams can't always afford that. And the other thing we got to realize too, it's hard to be great at a tackle in the NFL. Like there, that's. That's probably one of the hardest positions to be the best at, and very few guys are. And I know you could probably say that any position in the NFL, but it's just like, like that one's very hard. Like you make two mistakes in a game, and at least your quarterback getting sacked, you're the bottom of the shit list for you know a month and a half, or mainly forever on a franchise. Um, so it's just it's going to be interesting to see what happens, especially with Mike McGlinchey going elsewhere. But let's move on to our next offensive player, Daniel Jones with the New York Giants. They did not sign his fifth year deal last year. He's available free agent here in terms seems like there's been discussions for a contract. He is, I think, looking in the 40 range. I think I believe is what the rumor was that he was asking. Um personally, if we saw the jump of development from him this past year with Brian Dable in year one, I can't help but think he's going to be dangerous in year two with some receiving weapons that are actually available for him throughout the season. Because we saw what happened when you had a healthy Saquon Barkley. Your offensive line was better, and your defense was much better as well. You give him some targets to throw the ball. He's shown he's not scared to throw the ball down the field. He's an athlete. He can make plays. He can stay alive in the pocket. He can extend plays. He just doesn't really have anyone to just give the ball to to let them go do something aside from Saquon Barkley. And if he can get that and you can win the NFC East, I think you can look at Daniel Jones and be like, yeah, you're worth you're worth $40 million, dude. Uh, I think he 1000% is going to get franchise tagged and he's just going to play next year on the franchise tag because I don't think that the Giants will actually, I, I shouldn't say I don't think it, there are reports that Dable is basically been like, you're not worth 45 million that you're asking for. Like this mm-hmm. is our number and we're separate. And I'm sure Dable's like, ah, I want one more year. And if, like you just said, if he makes that jump year two again, then okay, then let's make a deal. Right. So I think I would bet a good amount of money that he actually plays on the franchise tag back to you Austin sticking in the NFC this feels very Dak Prescott where he had a good year and then it was all right do it again 
can put on the franchise tag. If you do it again, we'll pay you. It'll, you know, that's a, the team loses in that scenario, but the player wins if he's willing to bet on himself out of all the lists. I know this is like not great because we've just been like, yeah, he should go back to the team. He was with, yeah, he should go back to the team. He was with, but of all of those, Daniel Jones and the giants feel like this is the best marriage of the two. Like these two do need each other, which is why I think trees, you got a great plan. I think there's going to franchise tag him. And then a year from now, we'll be talking about a Daniel Jones extension in that Geno Smith three for 75 or, you know, four for, I mean, shit, it could be four for 110, which is crazy to think of, but that's really the market. My only, my only thought process with is if you franchise tag Daniel Jones, you're forced to sign Saquon Barkley to a deal and he's going to want big Mm -hmm. money. And the way that he played this last year and the way that he plays when he's healthy Shows that he's deserving of that money. The only issue is he's had a hard time staying healthy. And the one year that he stays healthy throughout the entire season is a contract year. And it's like you're sitting here looking at it going, well, is this something like well, we pay him a ton of money and then these, and these nagging injuries keep coming along and then he's not worth this big contract. And Daniel Jones comes and shows out this next year. And it's like, well, now we're paying both of these guys, but one's playing and the other one's injured. That's the only thing where I look at it and go like, what do you do? Because like the more as the NFL goes on, forty million dollars a year is going to be less and less for a quarterback. I mean, let's think like five years ago, Derek Carr got a twenty-five million dollar deal, and we shit our pants. And now Aaron Rodgers is getting fifty. I mean, that's doubled in five years. It's just insane. Yeah. Um, maybe Dable's one of those guys that just says, you know, I can make this offense work with anybody. Daniel Jones was booty before I got here. So let's tag Saquon. And if Dan Jones wants to test the market, let him. And then they'll go get it, whoever, because, you know, maybe Dable's just that confident in himself that he can make it work with anybody. That would be here very interesting. Carson Wentz. Totally kidding. Oh, you had, we're just naming all the quarterbacks now. All right, let's get into our the speaking of quarterbacks. Let's get into our next one. Trees, was there anything else you wanted to add to that? Sorry. Nope, you're good. Okay, Derek Carr. We've, I feel like we've just kind of sporadically been talking to him about him throughout the episode. Potential landing spots seems to be clear that it's down to a three right now with the New Orleans Saints, New York Jets, and then the Carolina Panthers kind of coming into the discussion as of late. He has met with everybody, I believe, from all the organizations, including owners. So top to bottom of going through the interview process of Derek Carr, for me. I feel like he ends up with the New Orleans Saints and he's just using the Jets as leverage. But I think if he was really smart about this and if the Jets actually wanted him or do want him, the Jets would probably be the best landing spot. Like To me, the Jets are the best landing spot for any quarterback that he potentially want to go to. If Tom Brady was hitting free agency with the with the Patriots this offseason, it would be the Jets that he was going to. Like I think like I think that's who the Jets are. Like They are the next Tampa Bay Buccaneers where they're just a quarterback away from making some serious noise in the NFL. So did you guys see the headline that the Jets told Derek Carr, if you win a Super Bowl here, you're a first ballot Hall of Famer? No, but that's electric. That's awesome. <laughs> you don't say that unless you are full court pressing to get a quarterback, that quarterback, right? That's not something you say on a first date when you're getting to know somebody. <laughs> that's something you say when you want to put a ring on them, literally. If you cook uh, me dinner tonight. You'll be my wife. Right. Tomorrow. This is a this is a little more than holding the door open for somebody. So I feel like the Jets are probably the Jets are the best fit. 
in my opinion. The Saints should be the most desperate because they don't have a first round. Well, I guess they do now, but uh, they didn't. They don't have that top ten first round pick they're supposed to have, um, and their offense is getting not younger. Uh, so the Saints are probably the most desperate. The Jets are probably the best fit. I would like to see him with the Jets, um, just simply because. I think that's just, we, we've been waiting for how long for the Jets to have a quarterback, right? Since Chad Pennington before his new, his arm fell off, and before that you could say f- since Joe Namath. Even though, spoiler alert, people, Joe Namath wasn't that good. Mark Sanchez, you're forgetting someone. Uh, Favre, no, I'm not. Favre had one year. Still had a year. He was. He's still holding on to it too. He's telling chicks about it at the bar. All right. Okay. Um, Where do you think, man? Save us. Save uh, us. No, I I think the Saints make the most sense. I think that's probably. A, I think the Jets are gonna jet and they're gonna hold out for Rogers and just see how that goes. So I'm gonna. You left with Zach Wilson. Yeah, basically. Um. So nobody's in on Carolina. Of the three teams that are mentioned right now, that's the team we didn't mention. No, I think Carolina's in the rookie quarterback market. Yep, exactly. I, and like you said, the reports are too hot. There's too much smoke with the Richardson stuff with them that I think that they're all in on Richardson, and they know that he's going to have to sit a year, and I think they're going to be 100% fine with like Sam Darnold for a year. Like, Do you think they're saying, there. like, oh, hey, we're real big on Anthony Richardson, but in reality they're looking at C.J. Stroud the whole time? Maybe, but you know what I mean. Where it's like, hey, we want Anthony Richardson, like possibly not trading back, like ignore us. We know he's going to kind of fall. Like we'll be fine. This is a guy that we want, and it's like draft day. It's like boom, here we are. You know what I mean? At three, switching with the Cardinals, and we're taking our quarterback. We can we just talk about like side note? But I, I've had this. I've talked to a couple Colts fans, and I'm like, dude, I can't wait for Frank Reich now that he's with Carolina to come up and jump the Colts to get a rookie quarterback exactly after how saying. many years the Colts would not get him the quarterback, like, you know, draft a quarterback. They just kept doing the veteran quarterback bullshit. Now the Colts are at four in position to get a quarterback. They get jumped by who the coach they fired. That would just be, I, mean, I would laugh my ass off. That'd be great. I want that. Me too. Me too. All right, cool. Let's move on to the next one. And I'm, I'm kind of skipping over guys. So don't be like, what the heck? Let's go to Josh Jacobs. Another running back. What happens with Josh Jacobs? I think in all reality, I think the Raiders have enough money that they end up paying him. But I would love to see him on the Bears. With Why? I just would. I just think it'd be fun. Man, Khalil Herbert season. I know, and I'm a big... everybody. If you've listened to this podcast, you know I'm a Herbert guy. I, I had a number five in the overall running backs in this you know in that draft class i just think that like the bears have even more money <laughs> so um i think it really comes down to probably those two teams because if you're talking about money wise falcons are second they're not going to do it giants aren't going to do it texans won't do it Bengals won't do it patriots won't seahawks won't ravens won't lions won't Packers won't. You're all the way okay. down to Okay, the- okay. Here's a I'm gonna throw a team, and this is from left field. And this is a if then situation. If the Rams can deal Jalen Ramsey, what about them going after Jacobs? They would still be oh actually no, they would now be six million dollars under the cap after that. 
So you're saying there's a chance. I can't wait to get into the Ramsey stuff next uh, next episode. I just can't wait. It's gonna be. The, I'm home. Uh, Come home, Jalen Ramsey. Come unfortunately, home. Unfortunately, he might have already been traded by the time our next week's episode happens. No joke. So that's yeah. that's the only downside here. But we're gonna we're gonna stick to the script here and just do offense and we'll just see how that goes. As, I I feel like yeah, Las Vegas is the easy spot for Josh Jacobs. You can get cute. And say like maybe Minnesota moves on from Dalvin Cook and brings in Josh Jacobs because he's younger and he fits the scheme. You know that'd be kind of cool. Otherwise, there's just not a lot of teams out there. You know, especially with a running back on a second contract, nobody wants to issue that contract out because we've seen how many times now it goes poorly, basically every time. I mean, teams that immediately come to my mind are the Dolphins, the Panthers, and the Buccaneers. I mean, the Bucks are like minus $56 million, so... They are Bucks. for sure, but it's like, okay, how are they going to... They'll find a way to finagle that. And I mean, Ooh. the NFL salary cap is insane, but like the Miami Dolphins getting like Josh Jacobs would be fantastic. Now, if they're trying Ooh. to get Bijan Robinson, you're going to have to probably make some moves to get up there and get him. Or actually, I know you don't have a first-round pick, right? So it's just yeah, like nope, you're not getting I, that, but like if you can two, find a way to both. pay Josh Jacobs, like that'd be nice. Uh, Here's a team. What about if they can get a deal worked out with Lamar? What about Josh Jacobs to the Ravens? I love that fit. Like, I know we all like J.K. Dobbins on his podcast, and he just isn't quite right. So if you can alleviate some of the strenuous carries, whatever you want to call it, and pair J.K. Dobbins with Josh Jacobs, keep them both fresh, I think that's a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I think Dobbins is going to explode next year, personally. So, I think the year removed from the ACL and him getting to play, I mean, I guess Are we, two years. You said the Bears. Is that who you said, Treese? Yeah. What about the Bills? Am I overlooking anybody on the Bills? Um, um, no, I mean, I mean the, I like he'd James be a Cook. good compliment. He'd be a really good compliment with James Cook, actually. A little thunder and lightning. And the Bills have tried Bam. how many times now to get the running back room right? You know, <laughs> it was it was Devin Singletary, it was James Cook, and then it was Naheem Hines. I mean, Zach Moss. They've tried to trade for Chris McCaffrey, it seems like, eight times. Yeah. It's just, you know, they're a team to watch for sure because of how aggressively they've wanted to upgrade the running back room. Totally. Yeah. I, I actually don't hate that one either, Austin, so good call out there. Um, all right, let's go down the list. I'm trying to like I I know Odell's on this list. I just don't want to talk about Odell. Um, what about Jacoby Myers? I think Jacoby Myers is a really good receiver. I would love Jacoby at the, at the Bears since we're. I mean, the yes. Bears have the most money and they have They're the most needs. Mooney. So the Bears the Bears are a fit for a lot of these teams. Yeah, they got Chase Claypool too. They need somebody reliable. Okay. Give give Jacoby Myers. Maybe he can finally get in. You know, I like it. I think Jacoby Myers of the Bears would be a lot of fun. I like that quite a bit. Or even Green Bay would be a good fit if they keep Rodgers. Or even if they don't, just get an experienced receiver in there with the rookies. Because uh, I can't. Uh, Alan Lazard. Alan, he's more of a blocking wide receiver. He's just not the guy. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bears, since Brian Poles, the general manager of the Bears, you know, is from Kansas City. I wouldn't be surprised if he tries to side like a Juju. Like, you're also going to get, like, you know what I mean? You're going to bring back Juju and Claypool together from Pittsburgh to Chicago, pair them up, and then they just spend the rest of the money on the offensive line. 
Like Brian Poles was right there firsthand to watch Brett Veach rebuild that offensive line in an offseason for Kansas City. He's going to do his damnedest to do the same thing in Chicago. Be like, hey, this is where our focus needs to be. This is what we're doing. Orlando you know, Brown, future possible first, second round, you know, offensive guard is going to be available in the seventh due to heart issues during this this week of the NFL Combine. Maybe keep an eye on that because that's going to work. I mean, that worked out in huge favor for the Chiefs. But, I mean, same thing with the Bears of this offseason. Another player, though, on the offensive side of the ball, Dalton Schultz, the tight end for the Cowboys. Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead, Trace. Sorry, I want my take on Jacoby Myers. Um, oh, hey, yeah, screw you, yeah. by the way. Uh, again, again, happy yeah, four years. Happy four years. Houston Texans. That's my take. Brandon Cooks, what's going on with him? Yeah, we want. do we want to have a Brandon Cooks talk? I know he's not a free agent, but he's got to get traded someday, right? <laughs> Yeah, like, but to me, it's so wild that like how upset he is, like, because like it, it was like last offseason that he signed that deal with the mm-hmm. with the Texans, where I'm like, what did you expect, dude? <laughs> like, I wanted to sign and trade, dog. NBA yeah. the shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, but Brandon Cooks, I mean, he's gonna that dude's gonna continue to make plays for somebody. Like he's mm-hmm. he's so good. It's so weird watching him play and just be like, God, this kid's just really good. Did it again. Like he did it again. There's another 70 yard touchdown. Like do we want to do we want to put out anything for Brandon Cooks? Because I have a spot for Brandon Cooks. I also have a spot for Brandon Cooks. So go ahead. I would like to see him in Seattle. I like that. Put him with DK. Put him with uh, Tyler Lock. Move Lockett to the slot full time. Cooks on the outside with DK. Help Kareem Eskridge. Let uh, let Geno cook, if you will. I think that offense would be a lot of fun, and that's like a very under the radar, I think he'd be a good fit there. And they've done trades with the Texans before. You know, obviously I would just, different different front office, but a little further north, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I like that. Um, mine would have to be a release and not a trade, but the Titans. I like that a lot. They got to figure out what they're going to do at quarterback. That's another quarterback needy team here that's yeah. kind of just going underneath the radar here. What are you going to do? What are you talking, man? They, they took the best player in the draft last year. <laughs> yeah, maybe the <laughs> nicest <laughs> off the field. Uh, let's get let's get into the next this next offensive player though here, uh, Dalton Schultz. What are your thoughts on stay with Dallas? Does he go elsewhere? I think to me personally, this is an undervalued tight end in the NFL right now. Possible landing spots. Um, I really don't know. I, you know, we talked about the Jets a little bit ago. That could be a spot where Dalton Schultz makes his way there. That could be really interesting. The Detroit Lions, are they willing to pay for a tight end after losing uh, TJ Hawkinson, which they honestly played better without once he kind of <laughs> moved on uh, in the trade? Um, the Arizona Cardinals, you know, it's just Zach Ertz right now at this point. Can he stay healthy? How does Dalton Schultz look there with Kyler Murray? I think it's just kind of one of those deals where it's keep an eye on Dalton Schultz and where he goes because I do think he could be a big difference maker if he ends up somewhere other than the Cowboys because he still is with the Cowboys, but I think it's one of those deals where his value would be shown even more. Right, and coming off the franchise tag, they're obviously not going to tag him again, so he's going to get the full hoopla of free agency. Um, I think a team to watch would be the Saints, especially if they can land Carr bring in uh, Schultz and have a nice combo there. I personally, this is a guy for two years now, I've wanted on the Miami Dolphins uh, with Mike McDaniel. Tight end is so damn important in this offense to secure the edge in that Shanahan offense, right? Secure the edge for that outside zone run. Miami's got five tight ends right now. 
none of them can block. It'd be pretty fire if they had one that could. And I know Dalton Schultz isn't this George Kittle coming down, crack blocking linebackers on their ass, but he's a competent blocker. And then he brings you, you know, a, quite a bit in their receiving game. So I'd love to see him in Miami. I love all those fits. Um, I'll say Seahawks or the Commanders. Logan is Thomas, Logan Thomas still <laughs> is Logan Thomas still in Washington? Yeah, happy four is. years. Happy four. I years. just feel like he's played like one game a year for the last three right. years, exactly. and he's just there. Exactly. Bring back Chris Cooley. Legacy he was game. So cool. He was so cool. But I thought like, he was so awesome because he wore forty-seven. I was like, he doesn't care about the rules. Yeah. So I would. Why I say the Commanders because I also feel like if. Like, you know, like how, like, it feels like the Niners and Seahawks, like, trade players all the time. Like, not actually trade, but, like, when they're free agents and stuff, they or release mm-hmm. people they just signed. I kind of feel the same thing with the Commanders and Cowboys. That was a solid point. Uh, Let's do one more. I was going to yeah. say one more. Let's all agree on it, though. Tony Pollard, is that name we want to discuss? We want to go further down oh, the line. Oh, yeah, it's a good name. Good name, good name. Sure, uh, future, that. Future, future Dolphin, Tony Pollard. Anyone? There's no way in hell he does not come back to the Cowboys. Yeah, I don't think Jerry's. I like almost out. like it no, sucks I, though, because like he broke his leg, right? Yeah, you know what it was. Yeah, yeah. There it is. So okay. So do you guys think Tony Pollard? Like he's incredibly productive in this committee, right? Do you think he's a guy that needs to be in a committee to be successful, or is he a guy that you can give? a Josh Jacobs workload too, because they're the top two free agent backs. So they're going to be compared, even though they're very different players, in my opinion, but Josh Jacobs now has proven he can take those 25, 30 carries a game and make it through the season. Tony Pollard has not had that for a season. And now he's got a broken leg. So, I mean, what do you guys think? Do you think he has to be in a committee? I don't no. think so, but I also think that's just kind of where the NFL is going right now. I mean, if you are in running back by committee type deal, one, you don't have to pay a running back a ton of money, and two, it's they're fresh throughout the entire game and throughout the entire possibly the entire length of the season. I do think Tony Pollard would be the premier running back in Dallas if it wasn't for the fact that they took Ezekiel Elliott where they did in the draft, and Jerry Jones didn't have such a strong relationship with him through everything that he's gone through off the field. I think Jerry Jones was there to help him out a lot. And I think they've built quite the relationship that makes it kind of hard for the Cowboys just to move on from like they he's, would uh, with De- like they did with DeMarco, uh, D'Amico Ryan, excuse me. Or is that right? He's definitely DeMarco. supported Zeke financially because that contract is laughable. If you ever want to take a peek over spot track and look at Zeke's contract, because damn Jerry, you screwed that one up. Yeah. I think I'd rather take Tony Pollard over Josh Jacobs just straight up anyways. Yeah. Well, like prior to this year, Jacobs had a lot of like hit and miss ankle injuries where he was just randomly gone for a week or two. Yeah. Like basically the entire 2021 season was him with nursing an ankle or knee injury. And it felt like the year before that too. But he's young too. Like he's still, he might be 24. Like he's still a pup. Jacobs, you mean? Yeah. He is 25 years old. Yes, he was close. And Pollard is actually older than him at 26. Yeah. See? It's a young man's game. It is. It really Especially is. running back. 
Yeah, for sure is. Um, all right, cool. I'm just trying to see. I know we said last one, but now I'm like hurrying and like scrolling through the big. Oh, did we miss somebody that I want to talk about? Any good? Uh, any good long snappers free agents? There's a few. Oh. Um. All right. Cool. I think that. I think that's good enough for now. There, there's a lot of good players though, like and players that I'm interested in, like a DJ Chark. Um, your guys, mm-hmm. your guys's obsession with Mike Yeski, like you guys love Kaseki. Hey, hey, um, I'll call it right now. Both did you of those draft players? Him? Did I? Who are you asking? I don't. I don't want to like give away our dynasty episode, but like Austin, did you draft Kaseki? Uh, I think I drafted him and DJ Shark. To be honest with you, okay, because I know somebody, and you were in that like area of people that just snipe me every freaking round so i just assumed you had because i was like i can let him wait i'll pick him up later and uh, i don't, I don't yeah, know not if so i much. did though but i will say dj shark is exactly who i want the kansas city chiefs to go get because he's like mvs but good I, yeah it's just i just want that big body <laughs> receiver that can possibly come down with those deep balls or be a red zone target and i don't think he's had an opportunity to be that with the two teams he's been with I think he had it a little bit last year with Detroit, which is great, but I don't think he got a fair opportunity that in Jacksonville, understandably so. What do you mean? He literally was like a 1,200-yard receiver in Jacksonville. For like a season. Yeah, he could have been yeah, and then he got hurt. and then he got hurt the next year. I know. That's what I'm saying is like I don't think he got like more opportunities to be that. Gotcha. Okay. Got it. Shit, off my ass. Happy four yeah. years. Happy four years. We're going to end in a fight. We're going to end off of that. And Gasecki, I think it's kind of one of those deals where the Chiefs might be able to get him on like a cheap deal. 27, Travis Kelsey sneakily getting old. You're probably not able to bring back Blake Bell. Noah Gray hasn't, hasn't really developed into what you thought he might be. Jody Fortson, what are you going to do with sir, him? Sir, 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 sir. In this house, we respect Noah Gray over 0.5 receptions in the Super Bowl, okay? We respect Noah Gray in this household. I'm glad you got that. Same. I, wanted it so I love bad. Noah Gray. I, I do. Don't get me wrong. I do like him, but he's just – everyone kept calling him baby Kelsey in training camp his rookie year, and I've not seen any of yeah. Kelsey in him. When it comes to Mike, I just wish somebody would use him for what he is, and that's great value, Jimmy Graham. I just want somebody to use him that way. That's all I want. That's what he is, man. He's a, he's a, he's a seam buster. He's a big athletic guy. Just let him be – Great value, Jimmy Graham. Just to let it happen. That's all it needs to be. Might as well go to uh, New Orleans. Go to Seattle. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, New Orleans. Might as well. Might as well. All right. Okay, cool. I'm excited for next week. We'll do some more defense players. And, I mean, there's going to be trades that are talking. And, I mean, okay, one second. Sorry, everybody. Now my t- my kid's talking. Give me a second, dude. Yeah, um, your, uh, your almost four-year-old son is in the room here. He let's not Let's not just ignore that. He is four. Yeah. He yes, is. he is. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. He was born right before we started. Yeah. That's yeah. how I met Trees. Um, Quick story. That's how I met Trees. We were in a Madden league together and we were, it was our week to play. And I was told by the commissioner, like, hey, uh, the guy you're set to play uh, is at the hospital right now. His wife's having a baby, but he thinks he could be home to play the game later. And I was like, dude, fuck the Madden game. Like, he, his, the birth of his firstborn child is taking place. Like, ignore this game it's fine he eventually messages me on twitter i think he might have gotten my number or something and he's like hey man i'll be home this afternoon sorry just been at the hospital like you know sorry to keep you waiting and i'm like dude you're like we can forfeit the game i'm probably gonna lose anyways like this league is so much harder than i expected it to be it's fine he comes home and plays wobbles me by like 35 fucking points and then goes back to the hospital 
three months later, we do a podcast together, and it's this asshole right here. <laughs> Commitment to the game, never questioned of Justin Trees. Never uh, questioned. Yeah, always, always dedicated to the game. So, all right, okay, that does it. Guys, I'm super excited for free agency and stuff to happen. My team's not going to do anything during free agency, so it's going to be boring for me, but also it's going to be exciting because my team doesn't have to like be spending a shit ton of money. So <laughs> it's going to be awesome. We're I'm in a good so spot. Yeah, we're we're actually really good. I love that for us. All right. Love that. Love that. So, all right. We appreciate you all. Four years has been an awesome ride. Here's to another, maybe four. Who knows? Who knows what we're doing? 4D, four shit. Yeah, shit. Why not? All right. We appreciate you all. And tonight we've been talking for four years.